Hi there, I'm Tom Field. I'm Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is the new internet attack surface. It is my pleasure to welcome to the studio Shashi Prakash. He's the CTO and Chief Scientist with Bolster. Shashi, thanks so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Good to be here. So Shashi, the internet attack surface, it can mean different things to different organizations. How do you define it by what you see today, and how would you say it's evolved just in this past year? Right, um, so by internet attack surface, what we really mean is this broad spectrum of all external online threats that might be targeting your brand or your organization, right? As we all know, um, everybody, all businesses are moving to online these days. Uh, also, most of it has also been driven by uh, the latest pandemic that's been going on. And as a result of that, just our presence has um, escalated, has gone into bigger, uh, broader spectrum. So we now not just have a website, but we also have uh, social media presence, or we have uh, presence on other platforms, which are um, which we use for our day-to-day business, right? So by internet internet attack surface, we we mean uh, covering all of these different external sources that might, that you have daily interaction with that may be used to target your organization. Joshi, what are some of the predominant types of attacks you see today? And what insight can you share on why are they so successful? Yeah, there are um, many, many uh, attack uh, surfaces that people can target you through. And one of the primary ones we're seeing these days is email. So email is not a new attack vector, but what we're seeing right now is uh, the vendor email compromise side of things where people are or bad actors are creating fraudulent domains or type of scoring domains to target your, not just your organization, but also your vendors and partners who you interact with. And these attacks are incredibly easy to do because bad actors have kind of undue advantage. They can create type of scoring domains across thousands of different top level domains and, and just start targeting your organization through a phishing campaigns. So even though your internal structure or, or uh, security posture is robust, um, the external uh, posture is, may not be as, as robust, right? So your vendors may still be compromised by someone pretending to be uh, you or your organization. So that's what we're seeing quite a bit these days, uh, spear phishing campaigns happening through email. The other thing we are seeing quite a bit is social media-based attacks. So everybody has a social media presence, um, Twitter, Facebook, and a lot of these other uh, popular platforms and uh, uh, bad actors have started um, or maybe you know, they were always doing this but now we're seeing more and more of such attacks where uh, there are executive impersonation or brand impersonation or uh, impersonation on on different goods that that you may be that your organization may be selling online so fraudulent goods counterfeit goods things like that being sold via uh, social media platforms so we're seeing these two uh, increased quite a bit in, in, the, in the recent few weeks. How do you see the attacks vary by one's industry? For instance, I would think in financial services, you're seeing a lot of account takeover attempts because mm-hmm. adversaries are trying to get to the money. In healthcare, perhaps they're trying to get to personally identifiable information. But you tell right. me what industrial differences you see. I would also categorize them, like you mentioned, based on the different verticals. So there are a, a consumer-facing brands, you know, selling, for example, merchandise or luxury goods online. So for those types of brands, what we're seeing is 
fraudulent goods being being sold, uh, targeting their brand. You know, people creating uh, uh, fake websites to to um, sell counterfeit goods, and these are like very easy to create these days because uh, there are toolkits available to create fraudulent websites pretty easily, and, and they can be just deployed in a matter of minutes. So we see several of these going on where it's a direct revenue hit for these large organizations, consumer-facing organizations. Um, and then we're seeing, like you mentioned, non-consumer facing, like bad actors targeting through account takeovers uh, for large e-commerce platforms, or uh, even banking and financial organizations being targeted through these attacks. And then um, we are also seeing uh, email-based attacks, like I mentioned, uh, where this is doesn't need to be a, a you know a customer-facing organization. It's, it's most of the organizations seeing these kinds of attacks targeting their vendors and partners. Given everything we've seen this year from SolarWinds to Colonial Pipeline to Kaseya, mm-hmm. the average consumer knows that we've got a heavy volume and velocity of attacks. What do security leaders in particular need to know about the speed and the scale of the attacks that you're seeing? Yeah, I think um, the uh, like I mentioned earlier, this is primarily a problem of speed and scale. Um, you know, bad actors have a lot of advantage here because I'll give you an example for a, a six-letter domain .com domain. You can create typo squatting variants of of the order of 70 to 80,000 across different TLDs, right? So if you're looking at this kind of scale, anybody could spin up uh, fake fraudulent websites targeting your organization uh, within minutes, and they can start targeting all of your um, employees, vendors, and also customers um, in a very short amount of time. So, So this is really a problem of scale. And then the second one is speed where we do want to detect these things as soon as possible, right? Uh, the, the longer these attacks are, are there on the internet, the, the larger the, the number of people who would get attacked by these, these types of uh, things, right? So we, uh, we do see both of these problems as very critical to, uh, to solving this. So if, if we uh, don't find these things at scale and with, with high speed, then bad actors have already won. So that's where we see there is an element of um, monitoring and sort of also visibility into these attacks that need to be present for all security leaders. They should be aware of what's going on, what my internet attack surface looks like, right? And what are the different vectors I should be monitoring? And and, uh, if I find something, how to go about mitigating those? Um, So those are the key items I would say uh, are needed to, to tackle this problem. Josh, as you and I sit here today, we are looking at the final third of 2021, believe it or not. As you look toward 2022, what are the emerging threats that you're paying the most attention to today? Right, I think going forward in 2022, if you look at all the different components of of this internet attack surface, I mentioned, you know, social media, websites, there are platforms where people can um, share intellectual property and, and share sensitive data. So there's different kinds of ways where your organization can be targeted. I think what will happen more in 2022 is the complexity of this will grow. For example, someone can create a fake fraudulent website to sell some counterfeit goods and advertise it on social media, right? Or they could put up a, let's say, a YouTube video talking about how you can win something, which is um, a cash reward or something like that, right? So these different kinds of scams will 
be perpetrated across multiple platforms. So it's not going to be just one uh, one thing. Um, and then the the way these will be created will also be very automated. Even even today they're quite automated, but I think the scale of it will grow with with a lot of tools available um, for the bad actors to create these or spin up these uh, threads pretty quickly. So this, the speed at which we will, they will create these will also grow quite a bit. So I think having just as a brand, having visibility into all the different kinds of threads that are out there targeting your organization would be critical in 2022. And it'll just you know grow in, in scale. So it would be, there'd be a need for automated tools to sort of help us in this fight. Well, then let's bring it back to Bolster. What are you doing to help customers, one, monitor, and two, manage the shifting, growing, exponential attack surface? Yeah, absolutely. I think I did mention about the automation piece of it. So that's where our philosophy is. We think that um, there is quite a bit of artificial intelligence uh, uh, and, and machine learning techniques we can use to scale uh, a solution that can identify these threats much sooner, much more in advance, and help them help uh, mitigate also in a fully automated way. So that's where our sort of philosophy is, and we've built, we've built quite a bit of capability around this to find different kinds of threats across the internet attack surface. Right? We uh, we can monitor, for example, social media platforms to tell you when someone is spinning up a fake Facebook page to sell something which is uh, infringing on your brand. Right? Um, so there are certain tools which can do this automatically for you. And we, we feel that that's the way to go because just the number of avenues where these can be uh, used is, is growing rapidly. So having a tool to help you monitor all social media platforms or all uh, third-party sharing sites like Pastebins and GitHubs of the world, right? Or um, just monitoring websites and email uh, center domains. All of these should be under one platform and uh, Bolster helps you with that, with all of these different platforms. And then we also help you mitigate some of, some of these attacks. So let's say if someone is weaponizing one of these domains to create a phishing attack, our solution can automatically figure out based on the content of the site, what is going on on the site. These include things like um, logo detection or natural language processing. And once you've identified these threats, we know how to mitigate them. And that's where we've also automated the uh, the piece where we reach out to the hosting provider and shut them down automatically within minutes sometimes. So I think that's where we can help uh, quite a bit in, in the entire life cycle of this thread from before weaponization to weaponization. And even after mitigation, we do want to keep an eye on those. So uh, we help our customers through the entire life cycle that way. Very good. Josh, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Tom. Thanks. It's great. Again, we've just been talking about the new internet attack surface, and you have just heard from Shashi Prakash. He's the CTO and Chief Scientist with Bolster Incorporated. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you so much for giving us your time and attention listening to that.